I don't know how else to say it, but a trans queer priest wants to normalize it for children. Let me introduce you to Bingo. You heard me correctly. This person on the screen is Bingo Allison, a biological male who identifies as non-binary. And Bingo, that's the name, Bingo, right? B-I-N-G-O, 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 and Bingo was their name Oh, You know the song? Bingo, Reverend Bingo Allison is the first genderqueer clergy person in the Church of England, in the Anglican tradition. And I want everyone to know, I'm going to shame myself. I'm going to humiliate myself in front of the whole world. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, going out on Rumble. I was, before I was a Catholic, I was an Anglican priest. You heard my story last week. I was an Anglican priest. I was in Rome in 2006, February 2nd. I was at Mass with Pope Benedict XVI, and I had a conversion to the Catholic faith. And I am ashamed that if I had remained as an Anglican priest, this person I would be a co-cleric with. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. So this person is a genderqueer. I don't know what that means. Can someone in the comments tell me what a genderqueer is? I'm just going to text my wife, Mrs. Marshall here, Joy. Dogs in backyard. Barking. Please bring in. Got it. So here's the dealio with uh, Reverend Bingo Allison. And I'm going to run some video clip for you. I got some. Uh, it's interesting. But this genderqueer priest hopes to, quote, normalize it for children. And that this will become a priority in the church in the future. Now, this person's not claiming to be a Catholic priest. They're claiming to be a priest in the Church of England. King Charles is currently the head of that church. Now, what's interesting is Bingo Allison, who wears makeup, has long hair, and hair, and affects a female voice. And I'm going to play the video for you in a little bit. Like, talks like this. Like me talking like a Jesuit. He has a... He, they, queer, non-binary has a wife and three children. Can you imagine being this person's wife? This is, as you see when I run the clips, this is a form of mental illness. Here's another shot here. Bingo Allison dressed. Now, as you know, I don't use the word transgender I don't think it's real I use I'm an old-fashioned person all right I'm Gen X in the old days this is like when we had before even CDs we had cassettes and all that back in the day 
we call these people transvestite. Because transvestite means trans, transition. Vestite has to do with vesture or your vestments, what you put on yourself. So like a dude can put on a dress, but he's still a dude, a man, a male in a dress. Same with the female. She can put on pants like a male and a lumberjack shirt and boots and pencil in a mustache, but it's still a woman dressed up like a man. That's why it's called transvestite. Because just because if I put on a dress, God forbid, I wouldn't be suddenly a woman and I thought I'm talking like this. No, I would be a transvestite. I'd be wearing the vesture of the opposite sex. All right, so this is... Let me see. We got another picture here. Yeah, there's an. Oh, that's the one I showed at the beginning. Yeah, so this is just transvestitism. Is that the right word? All right. And then I always think it's funny these people identify as non binary. Well, by saying non binary, you're acknowledging a binary arrangement of male and female, and you're saying, I'm not on the binary. But you're, by saying non binary, you're acknowledging the binary sex of male and female all right well reverend allison who wants to normalize it for children here's the quote from her i'm going to show some video footage but here's the quote reverend bingo said i properly felt god was guiding me into this new truth about myself one of the things that has kept with my ministry ever since is that transition and coming out can and should be a spiritual experience as well as an emotional and social and sometimes physical one. You, you know, you forgot the word theological or philosophical. This is all about your feelings. Reverend Bingo says, there is something beautiful about growing into who we were created to be and growing into our authentic self. So let me tell you, people. God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't take female people and put them into male meat bodies. And he doesn't take males and put them into female meat bodies. That's not how God works. If that is who God is. If God actually takes men and puts them in the female bodies and takes females and puts them in the men bodies, you're not talking about God, you're talking about Satan. A true God who made the male and female, Genesis chapter 1 and 2, would not do this diabolical remixing of souls into the wrong bodies and all that. That's not the God we believe in. That's not the God of the Bible. That's not the God of Jesus Christ or the apostles. So don't tell me, Reverend Bingo, that God was guiding you to this new truth about yourself. There's only truth. If you were born with a penis and testicles, you're a man. You're a male. According to God, according to the Bible, according to culture, whatever, Reverend Bingo says, there is something beautiful about growing into who we were created to be and growing into our authentic self. This is, this, Bingo, that's not your authentic self. 
That is not your authentic self. You got makeup on, got a dress on. Now let's read about Reverend Bingo and the kids. Reverend Bingo says, there is something beautiful about growing. Oh, no, sorry, I read that. Um, One of the biggest things is just being a visual representation in my community and going into schools, doing assemblies and making a huge difference in normalizing it for children, end quote. I do not want this to be normalized for children. God did not make you a female and put you into a male body with penis and testicles. We're talking about philosophy here and we're talking about biology here and we're talking about theology here. We're not talking about feelings. So Reverend Bingo says when she go, when they, he, she, Z, whatever this person goes by on their pronouns, going into schools, doing assemblies and making a huge difference in normalizing it for children. Well, I don't want you to normalize that for my children. I don't want you anywhere around my children. If you're a transvestite and you're all into the transvestite and drag shows and all that, I don't want you around my kids. I don't want you in our schools. I don't want you in my house, in my yard. I don't want you anywhere around my kids. It's a mental disease. Reverend Bingo says, quote, when I'm wearing my collar, it lets children know that it's okay and that there is a place in church and outside world for people like me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're wearing a Roman collar, which you shouldn't be wearing anyway. And you're saying that it lets children know it's okay? What is this devilry? What is this devilry? Reverend Bingo was ordained, ordained, the Catholics don't believe this is a real priest, in 2020. All right, I'm going to run some clips here. Let's get into it. And then if we have some time, we'll do some, some uh, maybe some Q&A. Good morning and welcome to the Church of St. Margaret of Antioch in that's an affected female voice. And today is Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, my name is... Today is Transgender Day of Visibility. Says who? From Bingo Allison, and I am a non-binary transgender priest in the Church of England. Okay. Non-gender, wait, non-binary transgender. Help me with this. Non-binary transgender. Like I already said, non-binary presumes the binary, but you're not that, but you are transgender. Well, if you're trans, like if I take a transatlantic flight and I'm in Paris and I take a transit, I end up in New York City. The transatlantic flight, I went, I started in one part of the world in one hemisphere and then I went across the Atlantic and I ended up in another and there's the Atlantic separating them that's transatlantic transgender as you're saying you went from male to female but yet you're also non-binary 
What? Good morning and welcome to the Church of St. Margaret of Antioch in Toxteth. And today is Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, my name is Reverend Bingo Allison and I am a non-binary transgender priest in the Church of England. Um, as part of our uh, commemoration of Transgender Day of Visibility, we have a morning prayer service uh, that we're going to read now. Um, and uh, most of the liturgy uh, is either directly quoted <coughs> from scripture or uh, is written by myself. That was a man cough. Now here she says, the liturgy comes from directly from scripture or was written by myself. Listen to this. And uh, most of the liturgy uh, is either directly quoted <coughs> from scripture or uh, is written by myself. Uh, no thanks. Can you imagine going to a Catholic Mass, the priest saying, um, today everything is mostly scripture or composed by myself. The narcissism, the pride, that you would compose, you would take the liturgy from the Bible and from my own thoughts. Do you agree with me? that we do not want this normalized for children. We've always known there's people that are confused, there's people who are transvestites, there are people who have certain weird fetishes, and that's been around for a while, but the whole idea that our society would want to normalize it for our children. See, it's not, it's not Mrs. Marshall and myself who want to normalize it. It's these people that want to normalize it. I want my kids to be normal kids, going to church, you know, getting first communion, playing t-ball, playing some basketball. You know, my daughter's on a basketball team right now, wrestling in high school. You know, my son's wrestling in high school. Like, this is normal American life. You know, we have, you know, good dinners, have some hamburgers or some steaks. We go to mass, we go to church, we pray the rosary. This is the rhythm of life I want. I don't want people like this wearing collars, walking into schools, public places, and normalizing it for kids. To me, this is worse than drag shows. Well, is it worse? Yeah, it's taking a spiritual element into it. But what do you think? Is it worse than drag shows? Do you want this normalized? And what the heck is going on in the Church of England? If you live in England right now, and you're in the Church of England, the Protestant Church of England, in which the head of your church is King Charles III, and this is one of your vicars, you need to get out. H to the no. You need to get out and become a Catholic. It's cray. All right, I'm heading over to the comments now. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Rumble, leave a comment. Let's get this going. Am I going to get in trouble for this video? I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this. All right, here we go. This is Renee. I like Renee. I've had her up on the show before. Renee, the nonstop sexualization of children in the form of LGBT is in messaging and education and entertainment has reached critical mass. Totally. You see... 
Sodomy does not produce new persons. There is no egg involved in that nasty, gross, distorted, perverted act. So no human person comes from it. They can't have their own kids. Two lesbians can't have kids. Now they can go buy some sperm. Some sodomites can go and rent a womb and human traffic a baby. But they can't have their own baby. So the only way that they can reproduce is they've got to come after my kids. They've got to go after your kids. And they've got to recruit them. And how do they recruit them? By dressing in drag, by talking about sex, by talking dirty, by doing all this gross, nasty stuff and confusing their little minds. And you know what Jesus Christ said? Those people deserve the death penalty. Jesus Christ said that. He said it's better that a millstone be tied around their neck and thrown into the ocean than to scandalize these little, little ones. That's literally what Jesus said. People say, Jesus didn't teach the death penalty. Oh. Post-Vatican II catechisms. No. The death penalty is taught to Noah after the flood. It's taught to Moses in the law and the Torah. It's executed by King David in the Davidic covenant. The prophets of the Old Testament are advocates for it. And Jesus Christ teaches the death penalty. And St. Paul teaches the death penalty in Romans. It is in the Bible. It is biblical. And every single pope and church father and theologian up until the 1960s in the Catholic Church taught it. The death penalty is true. It shouldn't be abused. But it's Christian and it's true. And Jesus said, if you are going to go and normalize this mental illness and this sexual confusion and perversion to the little ones, it's better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown in the ocean. So if this person, uh, Reverend Bingo, Allison, if this person's going into schools and assemblies and normalizing it for children, the second person in the Trinity, Jesus Christ, says this person, it'd be better to have a millstone around Bingo's neck and thrown into the sea. That's Jesus's words. Like, I'm not inciting violence. I'm just quoting the Bible. Renee, always glad to have you back on the podcast. Rick Calkins, I heard it the other day, all sin starts with sexual perversion. I don't think that's true because the demons sinned and they don't have sexual perversion. At least that's what Thomas Aquinas says. They promote sexual perversion, but they are, they fall because of because of pride and anger. Doris says to add a scandal, parents expose their children to this. I don't even understand this. That parents would take their kids to this and take them to drag shows and all that. I don't understand that. That's crazy. Sainthood Music says, Toxteth, where this geezer is posted, is just around the corner from us in Liverpool, UK. Oh, man. Sorry. Sorry. 
I want to hear from you parents or grandparents. What's your policy? Do you have a policy? Are trans people, transvestites allowed in your home? Do they get to have conversations and interface with your children or grandchildren? Is that allowed? Do you, have you ever thought about it? Do you and your spouse have some rules set up, some policies of how it's all going to go down? Mark Belford says, mostly single, and I'm sorry, fat women who do this to, to their kids. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never been to one. Maureen says, I'm a grandmother, no weirdos in our home. Thank you. Karen G, shame on parents who take their kids to this. I agree. Millstones. We're going to need more millstones. They're not parents. They're swingle moms taking their kids. I don't know what swingle moms are. Those like swinger, single moms. I don't know what that means. Didymus says, not around my, around my children. Good. We need to start saying, if you're a transvestite, if you're into perversion and all that, especially if you're like, I want to normalize our kids, you there's like a mile radius around my kid where you can't even you can't even get close. I don't even want you saying hello. I don't want you handing them a piece of candy or a stick of gum. I don't even want them to see you dressed up like that. I was at a coffee shop once and there was someone there. Looked like a biological man, big hands, big wrists, stubble was dressed in a kind of scarlet from Gone with the Wind red outfit with gloves and high heels and all that. The whole thing was ridiculous. It's just crazy. But I don't want my kid around that. I don't want my kid pulling on my sweat my my sweater here, my jacket and saying, what's that, Dad? Mm-mm. H to the no. Don't want it. Peyton says, put them all on the same island. Sunman says, drive the demons out of these people. Parents who impose this on their kids should be convicted of child abuse. My children are young adults now. They know how my husband and I feel about this. My youngest is in college with one year left. Thank goodness we were able to provide them with a sound foundation. Thank you. Daniel comes in. I'm late to the convo here, but is the Vatican okay with this? This is not Catholic. This is Church of England. Though there has been a number of Catholic priests, so-called, who have come out and said, yo, I'm gay and I'm proud of it. Let's go to a pride fest. One of the things that leads up to the three days of darkness is the corruption of children in schools. Do y'all believe in the three days of darkness? I do. Um, ghosty. Oh, come on, Dr. Taylor. You, you know, swingle moms looking for a new guy to help with the kids from failed marriages. Okay. But if that's the case, why would they be going to drag shows? Like, I don't get, I don't understand how this whole thing works. There's not like legitimate men at drag shows. 
What? I just don't get it, Ghosty. Uh, Connor. Hey, welcome back, Connor. On my college campus, whenever I walk in the liberal arts building, I see quite a bit of guys in dresses and girls with facial hair, girls with blue and purple hair, and lots of other students with PJs and their blanket, stuffed animals, and sucking their thumb. Yeah, it's mental illness. We are seeing societal mental illness, and it's because our diets are horrible. Think of all the preservatives people are eating. They're eating fast food all the time with all those seed oils, canola oil, rapeseed oil, Crisco, all these horrible oils going into their body, disrupting their hormones. They're drinking tap water that's got birth control residue in it. It's got the, the residue of people taking SSRIs and, and antidepressants. All that stuff's getting into our water. They got all this soy Plus, all these teenage girls are on the birth control pill, taking all these hormones. All these boys are sucking down snacks that are full of soy and seed oils and all sorts of endocrine disruptors. And then they're watching porn and they're playing video games and they're not out there running and sweating and jumping and falling and scraping their knees, and getting into little fights, swimming and running and hitting baseballs skateboarding like you know living life like like we used to back in the 80s 80s were awesome I'm so glad i got to be born in the 80s we got good food and good sunshine and lots of injuries breaking our arms getting stitches running around doing crazy stuff it's awesome and our moms weren't hovering over us it's fantastic Belford said, a lot of this is happening in Texas. I mean, a lot of it. Yes, I've seen. There's this whole, where are they going to go? They're going to go and try to attack. Ground zero. Yeah, drag shows, all this stuff. It's horrible. Yeah, Keith Lacrosse, Gen X, dude. Gen X has its failures. It has its problems. But if you were raised in the 80s, it was awesome. BMX, thank you, Mr. Joshua. Yeah, BMX was awesome. Now, so what I'm saying here is teach your kids about God, pray with them, read them the Bible, pray the rosary, go to the traditional Latin mass, learn some Latin, but also take the natural means. Filter your water. Don't just drink the tap water. Don't eat a bunch of fast food. Cook your own food. Cook your, cook your food in like real things like butter and olive oil and beef tallow and lard cook your vegetables in that taste amazing you know cut out other places and buy good meat or have some have some nice you know good eggs pasture raised eggs i mean i've made the change you probably noticed in the past nine months or so my appearance has changed people talk about it in the comments i look different what did i do I stopped eating seed oils. And then also lately I haven't been drinking alcohol. I just cleaned up my diet and I feel better. It totally changes. I think if you were from the age of, you know, six months or well, even before that, if you were eating, drinking milk, 
with that soy or fake milk bottle formula, which has soy products in it and all this stuff, your whole life, you just, and you've been watching streaming and you got phones and all this stuff. You're just confused. I don't know about this guy. He looks like he's more maybe in his forties or something, but everything is messed up. We got to build a wholesome culture. I like this one right here. Oh, Connor, Connor's back. Get married, buy some land, have lots of kids, start a business, keep yourself healthy, and go to the traditional Latin mass. That's my plan. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's my plan too. Buy chickens, Ann McBride said. I agree. Do it. Extra virgin olive oil. Do it. Love it. Love it. Uncle Mailer Tarshall looking young. I don't know what that means. But thank you. Oh, here's on topic. Well, related. Gray man says, I was denied communion on the tongue today. COVID said the priest. Psh, find a traditional Latin mass. You got to migrate. Anglican church is not Christianity. I agree. No soy, no oat milk, almond milk. If you want milk, get raw milk. Not pasteurized. Get yourself some raw milk. Some raw milk cheese. Get the good stuff. Let's get back to nature that God made. I want to drink the milk that God made. I want to eat the meat that God made. I want to have the oils that God made. Not process where they take, um, what is it? They take cotton seeds and smash the cotton seeds and get the little drops of oil out of the cotton seeds and then make that into Crisco. You know, Crisco's from cotton seeds. I don't want to eat cotton seeds. God doesn't want me to eat cotton seeds. He wants me to eat food. David Stone says, porn is poison to your mind. It changes your brain chemistry. and It's highly addictive. Yeah. I kind of suspect that a lot of these people are addicted to pornography, addicted to masturbation, addicted to watching perverse things. And over time, it rewires their sexual attraction and their sexual identity so that a dude starts to have the fetish of being a girl. It's weird. Mark Belford, was this happening when you were an Episcopalian? No way. No way. Never heard of that when I was Episcopalian. There were some gays, but I never heard of this. Raw milk you can get from the Amish. Agreed. But why aren't we Catholics making it? We Catholics should be making the raw milk, the grass-fed grass beef, the wild pasture-raised chickens, the pure cheeses. That's what we need. All right. Speaking of, I think I'm going to go have some, some good food. I'm going to go eat something. Before I came up here, I had a nice cup of tea. Real tea. My wife made it in a kettle. It was good. Maybe I'll go down and have something natural and good and relax a little bit. I'm going to take Reverend Bingo off the screen. And I'm going to tell you to pray the rosary every day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. I don't want to water it down. I'm not going to try to be soft and persuasive. I'm just going to say, Mary wants you to pray the rosary. God wants you to pray the rosary. Pray the rosary every day. Pray the rosary every day. On Sundays, 
I'm not even a rosary giant. There's people who watch my channel who pray three to five mysteries a day. They're just praying it over and over and over. I try to pray all three sets of the rosary, joyful, sorrowful, glorious every day. But my goal is just to put, pray one of the sets. And then on Sunday, it's my goal to play, pray all three, joyful, sorrowful, and glorious. That's my plan. I'm not a rosary giant. I just pray it every day. Consistency. I'm not, I'm not winning the sprint, but I'm running the marathon. Read your Bible every day. You can go to newstthomas.com. I'm doing the Bible in the Year program. I got the Bible cheat sheet. I've got a video of every single Bible, uh, book in the Bible explained from a Catholic point of view. Lots of people have signed up. We said there's going to be 100 spots available. Uh, yesterday and the day before, it blew up. Everybody came and said, oh my goodness, I want to get in. And so we're going to make some more spots available. No problem with the technology. So go to NewStThomas.com. You can sign up for our online Bible course. We've extended it a few more days with more spots. It will run out because it is running out. Go to NewStThomas.com. Do the Bible in the year with me. Get the Bible cheat sheet. And we'll go through the entire Bible with a video for every single book of the Bible. And then you're also going to get my certificate on the Latin Mass, how to pronounce Latin, the Latin prayers, how to respond, make all the responses in the Latin Mass. You're going to get my apologetics course, everything. NewStThomas.com. That's the New Year's gift. That's the New Year's plan that we're doing. And what else? Yeah, just keep praying that rosary every single day. And until next time. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. Happy Epiphany Tide to all of you.